Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Why conflict is required for a passionate marriage. So a lot of guys complain that they are feel like roommates in their marriage. They want more intimacy. They're not getting there. But a big part of this is because there's actually not enough conflict. Or if there is conflict, it's not being repaired well. So today we're going to talk about why that conflict is necessary, how to have it in a productive way to create that passionate marriage that you want. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach. I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from guys in the program this week. Uh, my program, Strong Men, Strong Marriages. So one gentleman shared, I read her my apology letter, which is part of what we do in the program, openly wept in front of her. She said that it was good to weep and it felt right. She listened so intently. And when I finished, she said, wow, she gave me a high five and said the money I spent on the program was worth it. So a lot of guys that come into the program, they're, they're worried about what their wife will think about them joining, about the money that they spend on it. But look, even if she's upset at first, and this is this this whole idea, right, of conflict, sometimes you have to introduce some conflict. Sometimes you have to do something that your wife might not agree with or might make her upset at first. But if it's for the right reasons, like she, a lot of times, most of the time is going to recognize that, right? And say, wow, you know, you have changed. And of course, it's worth it to have a better husband, a better father to my kids, a better example. A lot of times it inspires them. I get you know, emails from wives that are inspired themselves to change. You know, so this is what's happening every day. But again, probably at first, this wife was saying, oh, I don't know if you should spend that money, but he decided to do it anyway. And now she's happy, right? Conflict into connection. So uh, another gentleman shared, you know, during their conversation, she was surprised by my comment. She said, wow, that's not the way I felt. And, you know, he was able to share understanding. Then he says, we lay down, enjoyed some time for us in physical intimacy. So again, like wives are saying literally, wow, wow, right? Wow at the changes these guys are making. Um, guys, wives are saying yes to date nights after saying no for a long time, okay? Another gentleman shares he had a big date night, mountain biking for 20 miles together, had dinner after, got home late, took showers, lots of good conversations. We were intimate that night. It's been so much better since then. He's, there's a musical guy who wrote a new song as a guitar for her. Want to sing that to her? Super cool stuff that's happening here. You know that that romance, that passion's coming back, and that can be you. Come join us in Strong Men Strong Marriages. Visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com and join us. So, and then for me this week, I get like we're my wife and I now we have more conflict than ever in our marriage, um, but because of that, it's stronger than ever because we know how to have those conflicts. We know how to repair after. So lately it's been more about parenting and we're understanding each other more and kind of getting to um, things that work for both of us around that. So what you're trying now is probably happy wife, happy life. Okay. So you're trying to do things to make her happy, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, it's not wrong to serve your wife. Um, The problem comes when we commit too hard to, it's my responsibility to make her happy. Okay. And also I can't make her unhappy or that's my fault. If she's ever unhappy, that can't be. And especially I can't be responsible for that in any way. So 
again, service in itself is not necessarily bad unless you have the mosquito cycle attached, which most guys do. You know, they cook, clean, do the five love languages, but they're expecting back attention, appreciation, affection, and sex. They feel they're kind of owed that for everything they do. When they don't get it, they start getting frustrated, turn to pornography, escaping to alcohol, working out, being out of the house, hobbies, whatever, feel bad after, start trying to make her happy again. And that cycle goes on and on. So that's the mosquito cycle. If that sounds familiar, you're not alone. Lots of guys are doing that. But even if you're not in the mosquito cycle, because some guys will come to me and they'll say, yeah, Mike, you know, I, I listen to your podcast. I feel like I'm not doing that as much. You know, I'm not really expecting anything back when I'm doing these. I'm doing this, doing it out of love. But still, we don't have that intimacy. We're still not that connected. And what's missing is this healthy conflict most of the time right? So, and the reason for that is that you're trying, again, you're still subscribing to happy wife, happy life in a way. You're avoiding saying or doing anything that might make her unhappy in any way, that might make her uncomfortable, that might make her mad, okay? So, you're avoiding that because you don't want her to be unhappy, either because you just feel like it's your job to make her happy and you're a failure if she's not happy. I know I used to think that way. Or, because, and again, this is how you can kind of check yourself on the mosquito cycle. You won't do that because you're like, well, if I do that, she might stop giving me attention, appreciation, affection, sex, or it's going to make it less likely that she's going to be in the mood for that. So I can't afford to upset her. Like I'm already barely getting any attention, appreciation, affection, or sex. So I better not rock the boat or else things might get worse. Okay. So a lot of guys will think that way. So, but what happens when you do this is it puts you in that, that friend zone. You know, oh yeah, you know, he's going to do everything I want. You know, you're, you're vanilla, you're kind of boring. You're basically taken for granted. Okay, this is what happens. Winston Churchill said, when two people agree on everything, one of them is unnecessary. So again, when two people agree on everything, one of them is unnecessary. So you're if you're that yes man with your wife, you're always agreeing with everything she says. You won't go against anything that she says, even when you don't really agree with it you become unnecessary, okay? You become kind of background. So when that happens, you're not attractive, okay? So you become that nice guy in the movies that gets overlooked. So again, go watch uh, some romantic comedies or some romantic movies. What you'll find, especially if there's like two guys, one guy that she quote unquote should like, the nice guy, the prince. So in a there's this show called... Um, um, called Bridgerton. And, you know, there's in one of the seasons, there's this prince that's like saying all the right things, doing everything nice, right? The The girl should like this guy. He's rich, he's kind, right? But he's kind of this vanilla guy, right? He just says lots of nice things all the time, doesn't really challenge her in any way. And then there's the other guy that challenges her a lot, right? Stands up to her a lot. And who does she end up choosing? She ends up choosing the guy that stands up to her, that challenges her. Why? Because that guy's more interesting, right? And also more attractive. He's strong enough to confront her, to have that conflict. And then they're able to turn those conflicts into more connection. So watch and see, and then see who am I in that situation? Am I the guy that is bending over backwards, for my wife and kind of getting overlooked and never getting anything I want? 
Or am I the guy that is willing to challenge and send up to my wife and, and have that kind of playful and sometimes not as playful conflict and then able to turn it into more connection? You know, which guy are you? So again, this is hard because it, it, it sort of flies in the face of some of the things you've learned as a Christian person, <clears throat> you know, that you're supposed to, that, that it's the right thing to serve others or put others first or make your wife happy, serve, 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 right? That's what we're supposed to do as Christians. And it does seem kind of unfair, right? It seems like the formula should be, okay, do everything my wife wants, and then she should do everything I want. But unfortunately, that's not how it happens. That's not how attraction works. That's not how strength works. Um, I don't think that's how God designed it. You know, God designed marriage so that we can grow together and learn from each other and have these conflicts to build into more connection. So, yeah. Guys, that's just the way attraction works. These romance movies and stuff, they're written for a reason. <laughs> you know, women watch them and like them for a reason because they resonate with what it's talking about. So another way to think about this is like with physical strength. Okay, This is an analogy I've been using a lot with guys in the program. I think it's really useful. Um, you know, So when you're in this marriage where things are kind of always okay, you're not rocking the boat, you, know, you kind of feel like roommates, it's just, you know, there's not much going on. Um, it's kind of like you're at your desk job and you're doing a good job at your desk job, but you never exercise, you never work out. Okay. So when you do that, you do maintain a basic level of fitness, but maybe you're overweight or maybe you're not super overweight, but you're just not very strong, right? You, you for sure will not get strong. You won't build strong muscle. You won't get definition, right? You won't be able to lift heavy weights, if you're just sitting in your desk job all day. Why is that? It's because there's not enough stress on your body. There's not enough, yeah, stress, <laughs> okay? You're coasting, things are okay, but you don't put the stress on it for your body to rebuild stronger. So what happens physically, and again, like I think this is an analogy God gives us for marriage, okay? Which is that, you know, um, when you work out, your muscles actually break down a little bit and then they repair afterwards. Okay. So you actually have to put stress on your body and actually break muscle fibers for them to rebuild stronger after. So to me, it's the same thing in marriage. Like if you coast along and you never have any conflict, your marriage is probably kind of boring and it's not very passionate and your wife isn't super attracted to you is probably what's going on. Right again, because you're you're worried about making her unhappy, stressing her out, but you need that stress, you need that conflict, and you need to be able to repair after both, right? Because like if you work out every day and never ever rest, okay, like if you worked out constantly and just broke your muscles down and never like fed yourself or rested, you would get weaker actually. So if you have conflict forever and you never repair, you also your relationship will get weaker. But you know, so it's having that balance of having the stress, having the conflict, and then repairing afterwards. That's what builds a strong marriage. No conflict is like never working out. It never gets strong. Okay. It just stays stagnant. Always having conflict, never repairing also makes you weaker because it's just too much. It's too much stress, right? So we got to find that good balance where we have conflicts, we repair after. Okay. So how does in practice, what does this look like? So you need you, what you need to do is start taking a stand for what you believe in, right? Even, and especially if your wife doesn't agree with it, but you really think it's important, 
Okay, you want to start asking for what you want effectively with reasons why. Okay, you need to be willing to rock the boat. You need to be willing to risk the relationship you have now to get the relationship that you want. Okay, this is like going to the gym instead of sitting at your desk. So the main thing is you need to stop being afraid of your wife's angry responses. That's what it boils down to. Okay, so you want to watch for the mosquitoes. Like you want to figure out where's that fear coming from? Is it from fear that if she does that, I'm going to be less likely to get attention, appreciation, affection, sex? Or is it fear of like, oh, if she's mad, I'm doing a bad job as a husband. Okay. And it could, maybe it's a, a mix of both, right? I definitely had both of those going on. A lot of the guys do. So you, you watch for that, right? And then you start creating some healthy separation. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to let her have and manage her own emotions instead of trying to manage them for her. Because look, happy wife, happy life, it creates this superior mindset, which is I'm actually in control of my wife's emotions. And so she basically can't manage them on her own. I have to manage them for her, which creates a heavy responsibility on you and unnecessary responsibility. And then this superior positioning, which is very unattractive to her. Plus again, just that weight of, oh, I can't make my wife unhappy. And again, that stops you. It silences you. It muzzles you from speaking up for yourself. Okay. So again, conflicts, they're necessary. They're what builds strength in a marriage. Okay. It's like building that muscle. You know, you have to take the, your muscle to the point of failure. You have to create little breaks, little tears in your muscle and then rebuild. Then that's what creates it rebuilding stronger after. But that break is necessary. This is why I'm saying conflict is necessary for passionate marriage. It has to be there. Okay. In a marriage, the conflicts are those small breaks. Okay. So you have to have them to create a stronger, more intimate marriage. Again, if, if you two agree on everything, one of you is unnecessary. Okay. That's not what we're going for. We're going for the ability to have disagreements and then come back stronger after. Okay? So you have to be willing to have tough conversations, upset your wife, let her deal with her emotions, and then come back together after and create a deeper connection. Okay? So some examples from my own marriage. So several years ago, my wife told me she wasn't as connected to our religion as I was. And that created a lot of conflicts. You know, that was very hurtful to me, very scary, um, sadness, anger, everything. But, you know, we were able to repair after, you know, find some common ground, find respect for each other around that. That led to great intimacy and real connection between us. Okay. I was able to be honest with my wife, tell her I was very unhappy with our sex life. That created conflict, frustration. It stressed her out to hear that, right? brought some significant issues to the surface. But later that created more intimacy across all areas. Okay. It, so if we would have taken the approach of the the nice guy, right? My wife never would have told me that she was unhappy with our religion. <clears throat> and we would have just kept going forever. And she would have been unhappy forever and silently kind of dying inside for the sake of keeping the peace. That's not a passionate marriage. <clears throat> it's not an intimate marriage because it's not honest. Okay. I could have just said forever, well, I guess I'm never having sex in my marriage and been completely unhappy, right? And frustrated and you know, all in the name of, oh, I've got to I've got to serve my wife, so I guess she doesn't like sex. I better just not ever pressure her about it. Okay. I could have done that, but that would not have created an intimate marriage. Okay. It would have been that guy sitting at his desk job, never working out, never getting strong. So 
currently, you know, my wife and I are having breaks and repairs over parenting. You know, she had to bring up some things that I was doing that were problematic. My son too. Did I like that? No, I really didn't like hearing that. But later, right, it was a break. It was a break. But later I was able to take some time, process it, understand, and then create a lot more connection after. Like, I feel like I'm a better parent today than I was a couple of weeks ago, like a lot better, mainly because of that break. Okay. So that's what I'm talking about. These breaks have to happen so that you can create more connection. You break, then you repair stronger. You break, then you repair stronger. This is the path to a stronger body, right? If you're working out, it's also the path to a stronger marriage. You need those breaks, then you need those reconnections after. So to be able to do this, what skills do you need? You need a strong sense of self-worth. So you're willing to speak up to yourself. Sometimes they call this backbone reinstallation. <laughs> you have to be willing to stand up to your wife. Okay, not just to be a jerk, but when something's important, even if she doesn't agree with it, you do it anyway. Okay. And then you repair after. So an example, join this program, right? If it's something you feel like you really want to do, but you're worried about your wife's reaction, listen. If you decide you want to learn these skills, you want to manage your emotions, the stuff we're going to talk about, right? Build up your self-worth. And that's something so important to you that you want to do it, okay? Your wife might not agree with it at first. She might be upset at first. But when you start making these changes, she's going to be grateful. And even if she's not, it doesn't really matter because if you are becoming more of who you want to be, you are winning, okay? And most of the time, guys, like these, what we teach is built on Christian principles. So your wife is more attracted to you because you're learning these skills. It's just what happens. So you also need the ability to manage your own emotions. Okay. A lot of guys don't have that. They don't know how to manage their anger, frustration. So they avoid these conflicts because they don't really know how to manage it. They just shut down. So you need to manage it well. Plus you need healthy separation to let her manage her emotions. So you got to get rid of that happy wife, happy life mindset. You have to be willing to upset her and also willing to say, hey, like you can manage that yourself. You're a big girl. You can manage that yourself. Not from a way of I don't care, but a way of I'm not responsible for that. I'm not in charge of that. I'm responsible in acting for ways that I can be proud of, you know, standing up for myself and still respecting you both. Okay. That's what we're really going for here, that balance. You need the communication skills to both listen well, which some guys are good at that. Although a lot of times they're not as good as they think. And then good at expressing themselves. A lot of guys have a lot of trouble with that for asking for what they want effectively. So you need both. Okay. You need to have the courage to rock the boat. Okay. Think about those guys in the movies. You want to be the one that is willing to challenge because that's the girl. That's the guy the girl chooses. That's the guy the girl wants to be with. That's the guy that she's attracted to. The guy that's strong enough to stand up for her and stand up for what he believes in. And then you need the ability to repair after conflict. Because if you're like, yeah, Mike, we have fights all the time but we're not closer. Okay. Like you need both. Again, you need conflict. You need the stress, but you also need the repair after. So you need to be able to do that, to come back later, to really understand, get into her shoes, have her do the same, express yourselves, get to win-win. Okay. That's, that's the game, right? Is understand her, express yourself, get to win-win. It requires a lot of skills to do that. And we teach all of them in strong men, strong marriages. So you can have these conflicts, turn them into more connection, have that passionate marriage, create the changes you want. And become, again, become the man you want to be spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually strong. That strength is attractive. Okay. Strength and leadership also requires sometimes you do things other people don't agree with or that upsets them. Again, if two people agree on everything, one of them is unnecessary. You don't want to be unnecessary in your marriage. You want to be willing to stand up 
again, that conflict, that's what creates more connection. That's what creates passion. That's what creates intimacy. And again, those little breaks are what create real strength if you can repair after. So coming to Strong Men, Strong Marriages, learn how to do all of that. Create this passionate marriage that you want. Visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com. You'll click on work with me. You'll fill out an application. We'll review it. Get back to you with your best next steps. Okay, men. So visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Apply to join. Stay strong, men. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.